Hi, and welcome back to Real Estate Keeping It Simple. I'm your host, Ray Dove, with REMAX Eastside Brokers, Inc. here in Bellevue, Washington. If you're a new listener, thanks for checking in, checking out my weekly podcast. My best to bring you what's new in our local real estate market here in King and Snohomish Counties in the greater Seattle, Washington area. I thought I'd start off today's podcast with our latest statistics for April 2021. For King County, we had 4,602 new listings, homes going on the market, and of those, we had 3,977 pending sales, which means pending sales of Inspections have been accomplished, and now we're just going through the escrow process to get the transaction closed. We still only have a a little over a half a month's worth of inventory. Keep in mind, an average market is four to six months' worth of inventory, so we're still in a very strong seller's market. The median price is $750,000. King County runs all the way up to Bothell, which is north of uh, Bellevue. It's all of the Seattle area and all the way down towards... uh, Kent, Auburn, Federal Way, down in that area, almost close to Tacoma is King County, and then it picks up Pierce County from there. The price difference between April 2021 and April 2020, home prices are up 15.38%, and our closed sales for the month were 3,402. So those were pending sales the previous month or two, they finally closed escrow. So that's really the true measuring stick. How many homes are we closing each month? For Snohomish County, which is a market that's north of King County that I work in, only I only go up to Bothell, Mill Creek, Linwood, Mountain Lake Terrace. You get up even further north to like Everett. I don't work those markets. But as a, at a glance for April 2021, they had 1,898 new listings, 1,630 pending sales. They too have got just about a half a month's worth of inventory in the market, 0.49. Median price range in Snohomish County, 630,000. The price difference from this year, April, the last year's April, is up a positive 24.14%. And the closed sales, again, 1,285. Now keep in mind for King and Snohomish County, these statistics are for both residential and condominiums resale homes not new construction i also thought if you're thinking about selling your home to lay out some things that we push out from time to time called our tip tuesdays and it's just things to remind you of things you could do around your home whether you're selling the home planning on selling your home or even if you plan on staying it's just some good ideas to maintain your home spring cleaning checklist Wash your baseboards, your door ceilings, your doors, your windowsills, your walls. Vacuum and wash your vents. It's a great time to clean up the vents. Wash your window treatments. Dust your blinds. Wash your windows. Dust and shine overhead lights. Dust your vacuum light fixtures. Clean those furnace filters and those uh, those vents for the furnace. Uh, very important. You know, we're running around trying to wear face masks. And we're not doing anything to make sure that our home has got clean uh, furnace filters in there. Speaking of which, if you've got a newer car, I would think anything newer than 2000 should have a cabin air filter in there too. And they typically are located behind your glove box. Those should be removed and replaced about once a year. They only cost anywhere from nine to fifteen dollars if you don't know how to replace it you can certainly take it to a dealer or a mechanic 
or you can go to YouTube and it'll show you when you type in your year make and model of your car how to replace the cabin air filter in your car. Again, we're running around with face masks trying to protect us. Well, that cabin filter in your car will help keep those pollutants out of your vehicle too. Curb appeal ideas to help improve your home if you're putting on the market or not. The grass, the landscaping of trees. Landscaping improvements can be as simple as a complex or as complex as you want. Start with the grass and go from there. You know, mow on a regular basis. Maybe it's time to mulch your yard or maybe to aerate your yard or overseed your yard. The roof on the home. You should have that clean once a year. Just seed or shake roof. You need to hire someone. I recommend you hire someone to have some, to clean it and to treat it. And if you keep that clean on a regular basis, you get a longer life out of your seated roof. If you've gone to a composition roof, whether it's a 50-year, 30-year, or 20-year composition roof, do not, do not, do not let anyone get on your roof and pressure wash it. Composition roofs will deteriorate really quickly if they get pressure washed. What you want is someone to go up there and brush off the heavy moss, blow it off, blow out the gutters, and put down zinc along the ridge and then when it rains the rainwater hit the zinc and it'll float down across the roof and it'll kill the rest of the moss on your roof. A dirty exterior is something that should not be ignored either. Power washing a deck or the siding of your property won't take very long but will have a big impact. Well it takes a little, a little bit longer than one might think and you might want to hire it done. There's plenty of kids out there looking for work for 20 bucks an hour or $15 an hour they can come in and do your pressure washing for you. They might even have a pressure washer that you uh, that you don't need to go out and rent or buy. But if you have one handy, that make it easier. Same thing with your driveway and walkways. Get them pressure washed. Clean them up. Get rid of the moss. Get rid of the weeds that are growing. You don't need to replace it. You don't need to reseal it. But it needs to look clean. Now, if you've got settling and it's large settling where it's going up and down five or six inches one place or another then you might want to consider one of those companies like Slapjack and no this is not a paid endorsement but companies like that to come out and take a look at it and get it set up so it doesn't become a trip hazard. Your front door you know that's the first and last thing people see in your home so entire and, and instead of replacing the door start by seeing if you can use a fresh coat of paint or maybe just give it an updated look or for sure clean it. In worst case scenario you know, replace it. Go down to Home Depot and buy yourself a new front door and put some, some colorful plants, carnations or lilies or pansies. I, and I don't know all the different plants that are out there. I'm not a big plant guy. But put pots out there to make your home inviting. Maybe clean the, the entry mat to your front door or buy a new one that says welcome or hello. Uh, so it makes your home very inviting. Another thing I thought I'd bring up today, I don't know if many of you are following this or not, but the U.S. District Court of District of Columbia struck down a nationwide eviction moratorium last Wednesday, calling it unlawful. And the ruling applies nationwide. The eviction ban was put in place last year by the Trump administration using public health powers granted to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention during the health emergencies. The ban was most recently extended by President Biden through the end of June. But she goes on to say it is the role of the political branches and not the courts to assess the merits of policy measures designed to combat the spread of a disease 
even during a global pandemic. question for the court is a narrow one. Does the Public Health Service Act grant the CDC the legal authority to impose a nationwide eviction moratorium? And she claims it does not. So what that means going forward, that if you're a renter, you need to get your rent paid or negotiate a settlement or a way to get your rent current because now if you don't pay rent then the landlord the owner of the property could have you serve papers to pay or evict and i think most small landlords that have small apartment buildings individual homes you know they too have a mortgage to pay and if they can't pay the mortgage in the home that you're renting because they're counting on your rent money to pay that mortgage then it creates a, a further hardship on them too. So whatever your challenges are, don't be afraid to talk to your landlord. Reach out to them. Landlords, reach out to your tenants. Talk to them and see what you guys can do to work out some resolution or solution to the challenges of them not being able to pay rent. If they're working, they should be able to pay rent. They're getting some sort of government assistance right now with regards to unemployment. Hopefully they can take some of that and apply it to it. But check into that. I, I'm not, uh, I can't profess I know everything about the law. I just happen to see that it's been stricken down. So don't be alarmed or don't be shocked without having some more information. So check out that information. If you have a friend or relative that's got a renter and they're having challenges, let them know about this eviction ban. If you've got a friend or relative that's renting, chat with them and let them know about this eviction ban so that they're not... Uh, it doesn't surprise them all of a sudden somebody comes knocking on their door and they think that they've got more time to do whatever they want because they haven't been paying attention to the news and how things have changed dramatically within the news. If you are getting ready to go out and try to find a house, you need to be very competitive in this marketplace. So I strongly encourage you to meet with a lender, sit down and talk to them about what your goals and objectives are, what you would like to have for a down payment for a monthly house payment, and get pre-approved for financing. Not qualified, pre-approved where they run your credit, verified your income, verified your unemployment, to where you now can, when you make an offer in a home, you can say, we're approved subject to clear title to the property and subject to an appraisal or even if you decide to waive the appraisal at least you've been approved and uh, by a lender for financing that's going to go a long way when a seller or seller's agent asks to see if the buyer you have been approved for financing i strongly encourage you to give marilyn conyers at caliber home loans a call her phone number is 425-290-2050 email address is Marilyn, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N, period, Conyers, C-O-N-Y-E-R-S, at Caliber, C-A-L-I-B-E-R-H-O-M-E-S dot com. I've sent a few clients her way. I've got other team members on my team that are working with her. There's nothing in it for us. We're not getting anything uh, back from her in terms of any kind of compensation. She's not helping us advertise anything. It's just I like her style. She's been in the business for a very long time. She's seen good markets. She's seen bad markets. Her and her company are staying right on top of all the different things that are coming out with regards to interest rates, terms changing, everything that's important to you as a home buyer as you try to navigate getting approved for financing. So reach out to her. 
doesn't cost you anything to talk to her. Doesn't you know? Send her an email or call her. The only time it's going to cost you anything is if you initiate a pre-approval with her. And please do not go out and try to do pre-approvals with several people at the same time. If you have several people doing what they call hard credit reviews on you, will affect your credit. So with that said, I thought I'd just kind of keep it short this week, give you some quick info on each little segment of the things that we deal with on a daily basis as a real estate agent here. If I can be of any help to you, you want a, another person to chat with, to talk with to get make sure you have the right information as you try to plot the course on either buying or selling your real estate whether it's a home a condo vacant land raw land vacant lot multi-family homes i've been in the business 40 plus years i'd be more than happy to talk to you or exchange emails back and forth the best way to reach me is 425-681-8630 or Ray Dove Remax, R-A-Y-D-O-V-E-R-E-M-A-X at gmail.com. I wish each and every one of you a happy Mother's Day. And I hope you have a great week ahead. And once again, I thank you for taking the time to listen to my weekly podcast. Have a great week.